We're doing it all December. Oh no. Yeah, get some jingle bells in there. Jingle bells. Bells, bells, bells. Really out there. I do like Hitler though. This is going to be the world's worst show because we planned on doing an award show. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian dropped out about 15 minutes before we were ready to record. Yeah. Because he had to go see Rogue One and wash his balls. It was funny because every message he was like getting – he had to leave earlier and earlier. <laughs> that was. First he was like, I can bang out a half-hour show. And then it was maybe like 15 minutes. I'm already at the and theater. Then it became, <laughs> it became I'm, in the, I'm in the theater right now, guys. Sorry. But Rogue One's doing pretty good. Huh? Uh, yeah, it's smoking. Which makes me very happy. Smoking everything. It's... Yeah, $75 million on day one. I think it's, I think I saw, what was it, 28 on the preview night? Yeah. You say? I'm a little... It's crazy. The only thing I don't care for is the fact that I just... I read it... I think I read it last night. Is that... Uh, is this a spoiler? No, no. It it's yet. what's her face is like... She has a sequel already written into her contract, even though like... Everyone on the table is like, uh, I don't... Oh, Felicity Jones? Yeah. They're like, I don't think we should do a sequel. And oh, that's interesting, because uh, one of the executive producers said there will not be a Rogue 2, and that seems like... Like, those were the exact words. I mean, it's pretty it, definitive. Uh, without seeing the movie, I'm pretty sure the plot is very contained and finite. Yeah. I don't really think they could make a sequel out of it, but, you know. That might just be, like, the kind of thing that they write in as a... Just in case. Yeah. Just make sure the bases are covered. So, apparently, Alan... Tudyk or Tudyk is killing it. He's like, he steals the steals the movie. Yeah, yeah, everyone loves him. He's like the best. Oh, speaking of Alan Tudyk, you just reminded me since we're since we're trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, kind of scrambling on the fly. Did you see the uh, leaked Powerless trailer? No. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's like really bad. No. It's like a terrible sitcom. You, do you know what Powerless is? Yeah, it's the NBC show where they're like the lawyers. Uh, yeah, they're the insurance it's basically agency. basically DC's in like the version DC of uh, what's his, uh, uh, what is it? God damn it. Uh, not damage, damage control. Yeah. Damage control. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was watching. I was like, oh, this is what a damage control should be, but good. Yeah. Which is weird because there was a trailer for that show up like six months ago, maybe. For damage control? For Powerless. Oh, maybe that's the trailer. And then, about. I thought is it the one new. where he's like in the headquarters and he knocks over all the bagels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's reading Lex Luthor's autobiography. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really old, but like that was all that that was all I heard of the show, and like it never you know it never came back after that. I never heard anything else. Oh, that's so weird. I just saw it this week, and I thought it was new. Yeah, it was. It's right. it's kind of a mess though. Like nothing ever else happened anymore. So I just figured the show got killed. Oh, I hope I hope so because the trailer didn't look that good. No. It didn't. No. Disappointing. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a shit show, but whatever. NBC's going for it, I guess, which means it'll be canceled six episodes in, like <laughs> like Constantine. Uh, there's a there's a little bit of a. Uh, How many TV on, contracts does DC have at this point? Uh, too many. Actually, that's that's something that I want to talk about in general. I mean, they're getting a little. At what point did we reach? The oversaturation point, like, where there's actually too much for us to physically keep up with. Like, it's not... Possible. I would say we're already there. I mean... Yeah, I know. But, like, was it was it when Legends of Tomorrow hit, or was it Supergirl? Like, one of those things was just, like, now there's too much TV I would say the migration of Supergirl. 
Because I think at, I think it. at that point, people were, were already like, all right, maybe Supergirl's not working. And yet we were still so fixated on it that we moved it to another network just to keep it alive. It's tough because, like, she's, I think, Melissa, Melissa Benoist? Benoist? Ben- Benoist, I think it's pronounced. Benoist? Yeah. Is it really? Pretty sure it's pronounced it's Benoist. That stuff's usually silent. Yeah. All right, so Melissa Benoist, she, I mean, she's good in the role. Yeah. It's not... She's spunky. It, it's just... <laughs> Oh no! Apparently, she gets like fully naked in Homeland. What? Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Apparently, I, I heard it from a friend. I, I know. I don't have Bobby's celebrity dick measuring uh, abilities, nope. but that's what I. She doesn't have a dick, and I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell, Couldn't you. tell you. Don't know anything about it. Disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, it just seems like she's stuck in this like clusterfuck of a continuity and. Yep. It's just really not very good. No. And I'm... Who could they... All right. So then let's let's look at it this way. Uh, we wake up tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. They kill Supergirl. They kill Legends of Tomorrow. Because those are clearly dead weight shows right now. Uh-huh. Very, very clearly. Uh, Arrow's kind of on the fringe. They keep it just because it started everything. Seems to be having a very good year, though. Very resurgent. That's what, that's what most people are yeah. saying. They're, they've got Mr. Terrific in full... Really? Full costume now. Um... I didn't, I'm going to jump on. I, I got to watch the crossover episode. I started watching... Jared actually saw it, and he said it was really I started good. watching I the Supergirl one, because you have to watch them in order. I think it's Supergirl... Yeah, I don't know what the order is. I think is. it's Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, um, Legends. See, I thought it was Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends. So I'm pretty sure Flash is the one who figures out the Dominators are coming. Oh, and he's like... Knows? He goes to get Supergirl because he can because she's pretty self-contained in her own universe. Like she, this this shit has nothing to do with her. It's all happening in the Flowerverse. And again, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Like it, that Pandora's box is opened. Why not just go to her universe and be like, "Hey, can we borrow your cousin for like fifteen <laughs> seconds?" Well, nobody knows that that her, her cousin exists. Again, then why the wouldn't she be like, "Boy, I should get my cousin on this. Like, he could really help." Ah. Uh. I think a lot of her show has to do with her, like, wanting to do shit herself. I think she would be willing to put aside her ego to save a world on an entire planet. An entire universe? If not, she's a real dick. I don't know. Maybe she is a dick. Maybe maybe we have Supergirl wrong. Maybe the whole show is about her secretly being a dick. Maybe she just has really, really, really insecurity problems and, like, cannot get over them. That's possible. Uh, maybe she should get a cat. Maybe like three or four cats. A lot of cats. Yeah, a lot of cats. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't hurt. She's already won. All right. Away. So anyway, I'm going to continue down my. Yes. Path. Yes. All right. So tomorrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and uh, Supergirl are canceled. They're trying to keep this this battered train moving. What shows do they announce? Oh boy. What What do they announce? So it's they're they're killing Supergirl. She's on her she's in her own universe. They're killing Legends of Tomorrow because they time travel, so it's easy enough to just cut them loose. Yeah. What show do they announce? That would get you saying, you know what? I gotta get back into the shit. Oh man. And it has to be on the CW? Has to be on the CW verse. Oh god. Has to be in the Flowerverse. <sighs> And it's got let's let's say it's got to be let's take it a step further. It has to be realistic that DC is going to say, okay, you can use those. 
Mm, boy, that's... So that takes away Batman and it takes away Superman. Probably takes away Birds of Prey. I would say so. I would say that definitely takes that away. I would say... Takes away Nightwing. I would say almost everything in Batman's universe is off the table. Yeah. Anything from the Bat family. Hmm. That's a really good question. What What would get me back on board? Because I do think they're at a point where it's easy enough for them to course correct. I think so, too. I, think, I don't think they're far enough into the... Uh, you know, they're not far enough into the oversaturation period where they can they can't get out of it. Or they should just kill it all. <laughs> Those are their two options. I don't think they kill it all, though, because it's still... They, they do fine in the ratings. Like, yeah. There hasn't been a, a huge ratings dip yet. No, I wouldn't say that... I wouldn't say... And neither, neither show... I should say all of them, really. They haven't really jumped the shark yet, either. Like, they haven't completely no. run out of ideas. There's still plenty of that kind of stuff. And Arrow is, is very close to... Uh, ending all the flashbacks, which has been something I've been asking for since season two. Yeah, it'd be nice to see where they go from there. So I'll be I'll be happy to jump back on next year. Maybe the Rogues. I'd watch a Rogues show. Ooh, the Rogues is a show. I'd watch that with Captain Cold and and Heatwave, and that would be interesting because then you kill the Legends of Tomorrow and just and you bring Heatwave and Captain Cold back. Maybe you put White Canary on that team. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I have a big problem with this in this in this universe, and it's the same thing with the Marvel universe. Is that there's no Repercussions. There's no, there's no stakes because anyone who dies comes back, because mm-hmm. they know that a character is popular. So they're either never going to kill them, or if they do kill them, they're going to bring it back immediately. So, but it is a comic book trope. So is it really that bad having it on? TV? It is, but comic books are different in the sense that like you can kill a character in an arc and then just have a new creative team come over and say like, oh, we're going to bring that character back, and that's considered a different story. In this. These are all continuous stories, so these should have ramifications moving forward. You can't bring in someone in a new season and be like, "Oh, we're going to wreck on this, this, and this." So, I, w- I would, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, Arrow, Arrow's done some some pretty egregious things in its in its show's timeline. <laughs> so, I guess bringing White Canary back is not really a terrible thing, but whatever. And, I mean, they used it as a plot device to introduce the Lazarus Pit, which then they immediately destroyed yeah. <laughs> because they were like, this is a terrible idea. It guys. was just, it was going to be a Pandora's box. Like there was, it, it was for exactly that reason, yeah. too, because they were like, no death will ever have any impact yeah. if we just have this plot device sitting here that every character knows about. Yeah. It was just, it was, I mean, and the whole thing with him fighting Ra's al Ghul and beating him and, uh, oh God, what a lost, what a lost train wreck that season was. Word. And they're kind of setting up Damian Dark to be their, their Lex Luthor in that. Yeah, universe. very much so. He's going to be in like the Legion of Super Villains. Legion though, of Doom. Yeah. So Legion of Meanwhile. Oh God, Jared. Jared was <laughs> Joe? Jared was so mad when we watched that Raz Al Ghul episode. Oh man, he, it was great. He was so mad, <laughs> and he should have been. That was a terrible episode. Uh, are we talking about the one with the sword? Fight? Yes, with the mid-season finale. Yes. Okay, yeah. God, what a, uh, what a... But no, it's it's fine. They hey, have the characters there. Hey. I'm, I am excited to see it. All right, so there's no show that they could announce tomorrow that will get you, like, super jazzed. <laughs> that would replace Supergirl and uh, yeah. Legends. Nothing? Uh, may, maybe a Rogues show. All right, so the Rogues. And, and That's maybe all we a got? DC Sirens. Uh... Uh, that was a That was a reach. Whatever. Not. It's 9... Tw- that was not a Monday night it's, transition. It's a it's a clusterfuck show jammed together, so it's getting a clusterfuck <laughs> segue. Wait, okay, fine. So, 
I don't want to talk about this. It's we so have depressing. to. It's it, the DC cinematic universe is reaching its. <laughs> it's, it's logical clim- conclusion or it's climactic <laughs> moment. I just okay. So here's what's happening for for those of you who haven't heard. Uh, DC Warner Brothers announced that DC is going to do a movie featuring Harley Quinn, uh, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. It's going to be called Gotham City Sirens. And David Iyer is going to direct it. Margot Robbie is going to reprise the role. still getting work in this universe, which is <laughs> terrifying to me. And the, the big news this week was a rumor that they're looking at Megan Fox for Poison yeah. Ivy. So apparently their goal for the DC Cinematic Universe is to have as many dead eyes as possible. I can't wait. Because that's the only thing I can think of that would make any sense I, here. I can't even think of, like... Oh man, it's so good! I, I'm so happy. It can, it, I can just can you just picture like the bad red wig? What 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 cover of a song do you think they'll use for the trailer? It's gonna be "Pour Some Sugar on Me." Oh, that's a good one. I'm gonna say girls just want to yeah. have fun. Oh, that's a good one too. I like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be something from like the a 80s. terrible moody cover, and just just to yep. set the tone. Oh man, I yep. love it. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're gonna make it try to look fun like they did for uh, Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, maybe. Especially if Iyer is is doing it. Yeah, like Ballroom Blitz. Like it'll be like that trailer. Because they'll look at it and they'll be like, "What did other people Let's just like?" Keep hammering this into the ground. I'm so excited. It's, it's gonna, not. I'm, I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> do you want to do? Do you want to do an impromptu fake casting for who they should have called instead? Oh, for Poison Ivy, I can't think of anyone better. This is. <laughs> this is a dream scenario for me. These movies oh. are becoming so bad that you have to see them now. Like, oh, I don't think they're. I don't think they've reached. That I think point, they have. Su- Suicide not. Squad was must watch for how bad it was. Yes, no, it, it was. That was a train wreck. You didn't walk away from that thinking that you wanted the two and a half hours. Oh, of I absolutely back. wanted it back, but I <laughs> sure as hell enjoyed sitting there going, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> Like, oh. like oh, Batman vs Superman, I wanted to like, especially after the Ultimate Edition, I wanted to physically harm myself. Like, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to self-immolate. And this one, I was just like, this is, this is incredible. This is like listening to a hyperactive ten-year-old. I, I feel like you're getting Stockholm yeah, syndrome. Absolutely. I feel like these movies are holding you hostage, and you're yeah, falling in I'm love. I'm loving with your it. Character. I, I can't. It, they're, they're so bad. They're so bad. They're so listless, so directionless, so pointless that you have to see it. Who's going to play Catwoman? Oh, God. who Who's on the downswing of there? Because uh, part of the rumor is that Catwoman's going to be a big part of this, too. Lindsay so. Lohan. Oh, my God. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell me that. I'm in. Ugh, Sign me no. up. It's got to be someone who's like... It's got to be someone who doesn't make any fucking sense. Helen Mirren. Oh, gosh. I would see that movie if Helen Mirren was in it. It'll be a movie of, of like, literally none of the characters interacting with each other except through, like, texting. Do you think the term basic bitches will be used? Why? In the film. <laughs> oh. I sure hope it is. 
No. Oh, okay. That's what the movie's. That's what the, the song's going to be for the trailer. It's going to be a heist film, and the song for the trailer is going to be Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Ooh, that's a good one. Nailed it. Fucking he, nailed he it. Might, he may have just written the movie right there. <laughs> but would it would... If they just did Harley and Ivy, and they didn't have Megan fucking Fox... That's a softcore porn, I'm sure. This is the thing that's killing me. When they said they were going to do a Harley standalone movie, I actually said... I think I even said it on this show. I can't remember. If it's Harley and Ivy... I would watch that movie. But then they go out and they get Megan Fox to be fucking Ivy. Love it. Um, and it's all my enthusiasm is gone. I told you guys. It's like they make these decisions where you say, oh, wow, if they do this with it, it's actually going to be really good. And then they announce we're going to do the opposite. And we're going to do everything we can to kill the excitement. You guys Stop making the Bill I Cosby pudding it. face. <laughs> I can't, can't get any better. I can't. <laughs> pudding poison Ivy. Po- sh- they should cast him in the movie. Oh my god, who should he be? Har- uh, Harvey Dent. Oh boy, that'd be great. Pick up where D- Billy D. Williams left off. Billy D. Williams is already picking up his role, though. He's back, baby. I know. He's he's back, baby. He's Lego Lego uh, Two-Face. Which is shaping up to be the, the Batman movie to see. I can't wait. That's Yeah, that is the universe that I want, <laughs> I want going forward. God, I can't. Oh, the man. DC Lego-verse. I just, I don't even know. What are the odds that Goyer is involved in this somehow? Uh, in the Poison Ivy thing? Yeah. Mm. He's like, here you go, you fucking nerds. <laughs> He's so spiteful. He's a very spiteful man. Somebody in a, in a boardroom, like some executive meeting happened, some executive creative meeting happened, and somebody said, hey, we should do Harley and Ivy. And maybe Goyer was in the corner adding whiskey to his coffee, and he was like, you should put a bunch of bitches in it. Throw Catwoman in, too. <laughs> this movie needs more bitches. Needs more bitches and hoes. I can see that. I, yeah. I like that version. <laughs> you like, I, I like that he's adding whiskey to his coffee. What a, what <laughs> a, a, a sweet nightmare this movie is turning out to be. I, uh, I love it. They, they can not They can do no wrong in my eyes at this Right point. now, my dream scenario is that AT&T buys Time Warner and says, this is a terrible idea and we're, just kills we're all We're killing this immediately. Yeah. They said, you're going to do Flashpoint. That's going to be your next movie. And you're going to start from scratch. And the only thing that's coming back is Henry Cavill. And that's it. Henry Cavill is Superman. Everything else is dead. Yeah. Everything else has got to go. And the Batman costume. The Batman costume stays. <laughs> I, I'll, I, I will like stick it. up for that costume. I like it. It looks like it was made out of burlap. <laughs> it's fine. It looks good. And the voice modulator? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't like the voice modulator. I won't stick up for that. It's like the least intimidating thing in the world. They they use that in the Telltale Batman game, too. I hate that this is a thing. I hate yeah, this. It's, be- it's becoming like a real thing now, like across the board. Goddamn Arrow. Yeah, blame Arrow. It's all Arrow's fault. Like, it's a comic book movie. Like, we get it. Suspend yeah. some disbelief. Who cares? Like, it's fine. Well, just have the actor change their voice a little. They don't have to go all Christian Bale about it. It does, It makes no sense, because why would they all go through such lengths to disguise their voice when you could just look at Superman and be like, man, that's Clark Kent. <laughs> like, what kind of parallel is that? Why would everyone well, else be so concerned and be like, man, they're going to know who I am. Well, Bruce if Wayne is a public figure, so I, I would say that's that is a line. I, I would still say Clark. You Kent, see him on TV, you hear him talk. Clark Kent's a journalist. He's a little bit. He's still publicly visible. 
Yeah, but how many you don't see him on television all the time. You don't hear him speak in public. He, he writes. Occasionally you see a picture of him, and let's be honest, most people gloss over the photo of... If Peter Parker has to hide his identity, Clark Kent should have to hide his identity. Mm. Peter Parker is less visible than Clark Kent in the spectrum of men in the world. Did you know there's a Clark Kent in the Marvel Universe? Really? I found this out recently. Apparently, like, it's, it's Marvel's way of, like, winking... Over at DC. Hmm. And, like, he's done things like he's bumped into Thor and, like, he shows up at, like, these big Marvel events occasionally. I forget his name. It's something like... Kent Clark? I, I actually think it is. Oh, boy. Oh, God. That's horrendous. Uh, Clark Kent Marvel... There is, um... And Phil Noto has done... Phil Noto did a series of art called, like, The Avengers in the 60s or something like that. And he did all these, like, fake historical photos of like the Avengers in the 60s and then him hanging out at Stark Mansion and uh, at the UN like all these like and he did them in the style of like you would see like a Times photographer take them with like little captions underneath and everything and they were really well done and he has one picture that is um, all of the Avengers the original Avengers like Thor Captain America uh, Iron Man Wasp Ant-Man they're all sitting at this UN thing being interviewed by the press and sitting in in the press row is uh Clark Kent and uh what's her face Lois Lane and like that was his like extended his nod yeah his nod to those little two wink yeah oh no you know his name his name is just they just call him Clark they never they never call him Clark Kent here he is bumping into Thor because of the oh hello sir the things that I see all the time Oh, God damn it, Clark, you klutz. Yeah. Wow, Thor's jacked in that. Right? Sweet glasses. Right? Damn. Thor has to hide his identity. Yeah. Damn. Thor's, upon a time. Thor's got pipes. You see the, uh... I still, I still get a good kick out of the whole Walking Dead rating slide thing right now. Oh, because man. Because they're hope, like, 20% ratings drop, they're still getting 15 million viewers. I hope Brian's not going to listen to this episode. He doesn't listen to any episode. It's fine. What a, Me and him talked about this one week where we were out. What a fucking... I saw that. He was remarkably civil. But it's just <laughs> like... And I feel bad because like he does like the show. And it is a, does. It is a popular show and people like yes. it. But like it has lost any and all creative mojo. Like there's nothing left. There's nothing nope. left that they can do. And mm-hmm. there's... and. There's so many avenues that Kirkman has already come out and said he won't do in the com- in the show that he did in the comic that yeah. leaves you with no alternative but to just keep plotting forward with nothing. See, the comics have always had at least interesting characters. Yeah. The show brings characters on to be like, hey, hey, remember this guy? And yeah. then immediately kill them. They, they, they bring characters in only to set them up for like emotional death scenes. Yep. And be like, uh, I, don't, I don't care. I don't yep. care about any of this. Like, he, we already know that Rick's never going to lose his hand, so there's no point to wondering about that. And there's just, you know, they're not going to... The only yeah, thing you could do is, like, maybe kill Rick, and they won't. Yep, and any, anyone who lives past the point where they died in the comics, you know that they're just... Unless they're Carol, for whatever reason, she's... She, she's some kind of, like, Terminator I, in this post-apocalyptic world. Again, another, like, really hard left that made no sense. Yep. Well, because she's, everybody likes the actress that plays her. That's, oh, that's so really they wrote her as Jason Bourne? Yeah. 
<laughs> like it makes no sense. She was like a oh my god, like a mild housewife, like a field Wait, mouse. Who would be the best realistic character <laughs> to cross over in the Walking Dead universe on TV? Oh, Jason man. Bourne is a good example. Best best character to cross over. That would just that would just show up, kick ass, and leave. Wreck shit. <laughs> I couldn't even I, I couldn't even like I don't even know season 4 Dean and Sam <laughs> would, would have a blast in that show they would have fun they would have fun is Cass with them? if he's with them they would wreck they would wreck everything then there would be no more zombies yeah that's fair how's that show still on? my wife still watches it does she really? Just like like talk about Stockholm syndrome, like she. <laughs> I don't do you even watch think, it. Do you watch it with her? No, no, no. She like she puts it on to like. <laughs> oh no! Don't no no no! Don't make any mistakes. She uh like she'll put it on Netflix and like it's gotten to the point where she doesn't even put like the sound on. She just has it on in the background and like continues on with her day. <laughs> does she just make up her own plot? I'm assuming she does to keep it. So she doesn't cry to keep it spicy at this point because like there's they can't possibly be doing anything left. In the tank. Uh, I actually heard that over the course of these last few shit show seasons, so like six through, what are we at now? 17? At least. Um, there was one good episode. I didn't go back and watch it yet. Apparently there's an episode that entirely takes place from the point of view of the car. Uh, there's Apparently the car is like destroyed. What? Uh, there was one episode where I, I walked past and the Impala was like olive green. And I was like, "Why is the why is the car not black?" She's like, "Oh, that the Impala's been destroyed like fifteen times." Yeah. Oh fuck this! Like every season's thing is just destroy the Impala. That's not every season. When else did they do that? They did it in the end of season two. They did they did it from the arc from season one to season two, when the truck hits the Impala. Uh, they did it in. I think they did it one more time, and that's in that course of that of the original series. Then they did it in the end of... <laughs> I like how we're calling it the original I, series. I, I consider it the original series. Um, <laughs> and then that one with the uh, with Dick Roman and the the whatever people, the people that oh, ate the people. Leviathans. He destroyed the car then. Uh, the car was destroyed in another season, apparently. It's been flipped over. It's been set on fire. It's That car's been through a lot. All right, then. For every Winchester brother death, the car has probably died twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the untalked about uh, issue. Yeah, they just like they murder that car so much to the point where I'm starting to wonder where they keep finding parts for it. Yeah, they used to get it from Bobby Scrapyard. Yeah, Bob, but Bobby's dead. Bobby's yeah, somehow keeps dead. coming back as a ghost. I don't know. I don't know if they still do that or CW not. CW can't let go. Can't let go of a good thing. It's the listen. What's the what's the term I'm looking for? It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. That, that whole network is Groundhog Day. Pig and a poke. Tuesdays, pig and a poke. Yeah. Rise and sign, Shammy. Rise and sign, Sammy. Asia? Asia? So good. Back it when it was, was good. Of the moment. So do you know, I, I watched that show on Netflix and I caught up on it. Apparently I'm missing out on half the show because Netflix can't air it with the original soundtrack. Yes, they changed all the music. Because the rights ran out. So I'm missing like half the show when I watched it. They don't show they don't play uh they don't play Wayward Son. 
They don't play Hell's. They do play Wayward Son. Do they? I don't remember yeah, hearing that's, it. That that one. It, they um, only do it in the season premiere and the season finale. They don't play Hell's Bells for the season finales of like the recaps. Um, there's another one they don't play. Um, yeah, but they don't play them. Yeah, I, I had no idea. So I missed like half the show when I watched it. Yep. Which is funny because the show's budget. I think I think I remember reading this, like a good chunk of the show's budget was dedicated to just buying the rights for these songs. Yeah, but you only buy them for a limited time. That's like, the thing. Like, they, there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a Zeppelin song on the show. And which which is, Stairway to Heaven? No, I think it was like Ramble On, but like, that's a shitload of money. Yeah. Especially for a show that's going to go to syndication that will then get, you know, replayed and everything. So, it makes sense, but like, I, I was a little stunned that Netflix couldn't secure the rights to those songs, but I don't think it's got to do with Netflix, though. I wonder it would have to do with the original deal that Supernatural had. I want to see the syndicated episodes because I wonder if they did. I'm curious if they killed the music in the syndicated episodes too. They're on like TNT or something like that. I'm, I'm not going to go watch them. <laughs> I turned it on one day because I was bored and I was like, oh, the glory days. It's the Save by the Bell of the new era because it's on at like seven in the morning before you're getting ready for school. Who fuck wants to watch that at seven in the morning while they're getting ready? I don't know. That's that's what they used to put Saved by the Bell on. You want like sitcoms at that time. Yeah. There you go. Sergeant Al Powell has now been replaced. It's weird. But yeah. Oh well, that show will never die. It's the law and order of our time. <laughs> Twenty two seasons. We didn't talk about the Westworld finale last week because Brian didn't watch it. Yeah. We had a we had very, to that very interesting. I liked it. Uh, I'm happy that they tied up a bunch of stuff, but overall, I'm going to say it was it was okay and not like great. I I I, I would hope that they don't go back to Westworld for season two. You want Eastworld? Yeah, yeah, I do too. I like, I want to do East of Westworld. Ah, ah, nobody's read that comic except no. you. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, I tried. I gave it a shot. It just wasn't really my thing. It should be. It's one of those things like Star Wars. Like, on the surface, it should be all the things that I love and want to keep reading. But yeah. it just didn't. It's the kind of thing where people will appreciate it when it's complete and you can read it from start to end. Because, like, Hickman uh, Hickman goes on forever. Yeah. So it's it's a very dense comic to dissect. But it's so good. But uh, <clears throat> the Westworld, the finale wasn't, like, OMG great for me. But the thing is, the series, the season as a whole, was great. So it's just there good. was, there was no. I, I don't know what they could have done in that finale that would have made me like shit myself. I like the fact that he realized that uh, at the end, the twist. Well, not really a twist, but the fact that he knows now that like things are real in Westworld. Like things can really, you can really die and stuff like that in Westworld. I like that twist. Yes, I didn't. I did not think that he was gonna realize it or. That this, that this whole time he was actually working towards the same thing that Arnold was working towards. Yeah. That Arnold died and he was like, fuck, he was right. Yep. Um, I felt like they could have explained that a little better. Felt a little out of nowhere to me. Yeah. I like the um, the hosts coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good... It, was, yeah. it, it didn't, like, blow you away and, like, it didn't have the wow factor that, like, Game of Thrones episodes had that people were, like, tweeting it all over the fucking world. Yeah. But uh, it was good. I liked it. it. Well, people figured out a good number of the twists beforehand. Yeah, it's kind of getting a little... It's kind of getting a little boring, the fact that people just keep 
like sh- shotgunning out so many theories that somebody got it right along the yeah. lines, and you already read it, and you're like, oh well, yeah, whatever. I uh, Ed Harris, I'd never seen anybody so happy to get shot in the arm in my life. <laughs> yeah, he was like gleeful, so good that he got shot. He's so fucking good in this series, and he's gonna come back. He's coming back next year. I can't so get he's, He survives. Cannot get enough of him. He should be Catwoman. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. I'd watch that in a minute. <laughs> Can't wait for that fucking movie. Not even Catman. He shows up as, Cat- as Catwoman. Catwoman. Could you imagine the love scene between him and Ben Affleck? It would be physical, and it would be not at all gentle. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of it Ben sounds, Affleck. It sounds like the DC Extended Universe to me. I watched uh, The Accountant the other day. Oh, how was that? No? Weird. Oh, that's a shame. Very weird. Not good? Um, It's like a... Middle, it's like a middling action movie. Oh, that's a shame. I love that to be good. The great twist you can see, you can see it from literally, from the from the jump. You can see the twist at the end of the movie by minute five. Oh, that's a and you're like damn shame. What is is it? I'm not gonna watch it now. uh, That Shane Black is, uh, I mean, Shane. What's his name? John Bernthal. Oh, okay. Uh, John Bernthal is his brother. That's what, that's the whole twist. That's the twist. And, like, the really? two of them grew up as, like, independent. So, like, Ben Affleck became, like, this mercenary that does good, and Bernthal became, like, this mercenary for hire. And then they end up, like, fighting in the end. It was so fucking dumb. Oh, that's a shame. The twist was really stupid. The, like, Anna Kendrick storyline went nowhere. Um, it was really... She was in this? I didn't even... Yeah, <laughs> didn't she, even know she was like, in it. she's basically the girl that uncovers the plot, and then, like, Ben Affleck protects her. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. It was right. weird. It, it didn't make any sense. The action wasn't very good. It was just kind of like a random movie, too. It didn't really go anywhere, and, like, nothing seemed resolved. Like, the end of the movie is resolved just by literally a man being shot in the head. And that's it. Like, there's no, like, oh, this plot was taken care of. It was just like, boink. Bye. Well, that's that's really disappointing. Yeah, like, the movie ended, you're like, that's it? What just happened? But he kills a lot of people. Well, so. I mean, there's a lot of movies that get resolved by somebody getting shot in the head, ultimately. Yeah, I guess. But like, there's no, there's no grand reveal. There's no monologue. There's no. This is why I did it. Like, it's just like the guy. The guy is shortchanging his own company to take it public and then like double down on the investment and make billions. And like, yeah. What's what's so bad about that? I don't know. Two two like, people. Who's he ripping off? Is he is he? Well, he his best friend is a co-owner of the company, and he sets him up to make it look like he's the one that is stealing all the money. So then, um, Jonathan Lithgow's sister, who is a part owner of the company, also has him killed by John Bernthal. And then Jonathan Lithgow, knowing all of this and that he's really the one that's doing it, gets upset at his. That the frame that he perpetuated resulted in his best friend being killed, or something like that. So I don't even know what the fuck happened. Like it doesn't even make any sense because then, <laughs> and then John Bernthal kills the sister at what I'm assuming is the behest of John Lithgow, and then there's a giant culmination of all this stuff coming together at Jonathan Lithgow's house where Ben Affleck sieges like sees you know. Lay I lost siege all interest. It's this, it's really convoluted. And this is turning into a terrible explanation. Uh, but this is very this is what's happening. Movie. I'm literally just describing scene to scene in the movie, and it makes no sense. All right, I'm just going to cut all that out and skip yeah. to this part because it's boring. Watch the accountant. Oh, let's say 
<laughs> You'll never get it out. Uh, so Westworld, that was great. <laughs> the, part, the part where Ben Affleck shot yeah. John Bernthal. Did you see the uh, the Bernard thing coming? No. That was good, though. I That's liked interesting. It. I liked it. I actually saw it coming in the episode, because I felt like that episode, they kept beating you over the head with, like, something's going to happen here. Yeah, I could see that. I could see how they were they were kind of framing it for everyone to, to expect that. So I and then like, you know the the Alice in Wonderland books suddenly made sense and all that. Yeah, shit. I think now I'd like to go back and rewatch the whole thing and kind of start dissecting it and see trying to figure out what happens when. Yeah, yeah. Like there were certain things with Dolores that I realized. Okay, now I know when she's wearing this outfit. It takes place in the past when she's wearing this outfit. Yeah, it's people people gave Dolores a lot of shit in this for this season, but I like. I, I, I remember talking to Joe, and he was like, oh, "He didn't like the stuff with Dolores. She's the puzzle piece." And I might be misquoting him on this, and he could probably might be yelling at me from the other side of the speaker. But I feel like I remember him saying he didn't like Dolores. But she's she's literally she's the living puzzle piece. Yeah, the, the living final piece. It all hinges on her. So, like, yeah, I understand if you're frustrated for like most of the second half because a lot of it's got to do with time jumping but yeah. we don't know that it's time jumping until the end that's what made it great time Lincoln oh do you think there's a Lincoln robot in Westworld no he should be dead by that point in history what they say here it was I can't remember 18 it doesn't like when Western expansion was going on the Civil War was over so there's a lot of there's there's well, yeah, but he's hosts. a he's a host. He could come back. There's there's hosts who are ex Confederate soldiers who are just living out in the West. And he, I'm, they can make a Lincoln robot. Is all I'm saying. I don't, I don't think no. Should it be played by Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, he would probably <laughs> he'd probably be down for it too. He would. He'd be up for it. Yeah. Uh, they could do it like uh, Man in the High Castle. Just what? Have alternate realities. I, I still, I'm never going to watch that show. I started watching season two. I, I don't remember anything from season one. Oh, that can be a problem. Yeah. And Continuity heavy show. It's really out there. I do like Hitler, though. It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good. I'm going to open the show with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do like Hitler, though. He's <laughs> a pretty good Hitler. <laughs> they did a, did a pretty decent job of him. Oh, man. Uh, what did you think? What did you think about the maze? Oh, in Westworld. Yeah, it was okay. You were it, okay with that? Yeah. With it just being a child's toy that was supposed to represent the path to consciousness? Yeah. I mean, you, uh, did you think it was going to be a physical place? Yes. The, okay. I, I felt like they were setting up to be like a physical place. Okay. But uh, it's what fun. did you think? Was, what did you think was going to be there? What did I think was going to be in the maze? Yeah. Like, because if you think it's a physical place, you got to think that there's something in the middle of it. Yeah, I guess that's right. I don't really know what I... I don't really know. That's a good you question. Didn't, you, didn't even, you didn't even think about it at any point? Like I said, I want to go back and rewatch it all. Because, like, as I was watching it, I was just, like, drinking it all in and trying to... Because it's such a dense show. It's hard yeah. to dissect and watch at the same time. It is, but it moves at a very slow pace. I don't know if I can rewatch it. I kind of... I, I thought the maze was going to be a physical place. What did you think was going to be at the center of it? I thought it was going to be a host that was modeled after Arnold. So I basically thought what Bernard ended up being was going to be in the middle of... Oh, that would mean... And I thought that was going to be the consciousness that was working on making all the other hosts conscious. Yeah. Huh. That would have been nice, actually. That would have yeah. been a good twist. That's what I was expecting. But uh, I was only half right. We did We did get a real Arnold. 
Yeah. Arnold host. Just with it, not a maze. Yeah. A child's toy. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. We still don't really... I mean, was it... Was it Ford that were using Arnold's permissions to edit Maeve? I, th- I think so. I think that's what they alluded to. Yeah, because he's looking through... Because the Arnold slash Bernard is looking through Maeve's thing in that finale, and he's like, you're being edited by Arnold. Yeah. But that can't be right. And she's like, that's not true. I'm making my own choices. He's like, no, you're not. I'm watching your tree, right? Right, you think it's, you think Ford was going Agent Smith on everything and busting yeah, out? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Ford just using his his login because otherwise that's a whole mystery that they have to fucking explain next year. I'm sure that could be like. I mean, it's you know free choice versus what you've been programmed. Well, who was pro- who was doing it is, is yeah. a whole mystery. If it wasn't Ford, who yeah. was it? And it's like uh, I don't need that. Just make it Ford. I like I like a good old fashioned bad guy. Yeah. He wasn't really a bad guy. I said this, me and Jared had a debate about this one day over text. He was saying that, like, this was about halfway through. When was that episode where, like, Ford yells at, like, one of the uh, tech guys and he, like, picks up a scalpel. He's like, they don't feel anything unless we tell them to. And he, like, cuts the whole thing's face, the host's face. Oh, uh, wasn't that? That was early, wasn't it? Yeah, it was early. And Jared was yeah. like, oh, my God. He's like, he's clearly our bad guy. And I said, I said, I don't know. He seems, like, really taken with, with these hosts, like... Clearly, he has his point of view that they're not real, but I see him as like a more twisted John Hammond. That's exactly what I fucking said to him. That's really? exactly what I said. I said he's way too okay. John Hammond for me to see him as the bad guy. He, he's just like a more he's just a more sinister version. Yes, I, I'm okay seeing him as. Well, as, he had a more fucked up upbringing than I imagine John Hammond. John Hammond played on beaches and went he was to museums by dinosaurs. Shit, yeah. But Ford, like. You know, he watched his dog murder a cat, and his dad yeah. beat him, and all this other crazy shit. So, you know, he's bound to be a little bit more twisted. I guess that's fair. That's reasonable. I mean, he likes to my... drink himself. Yeah, that's a little disturbing, but you know what? Everyone's got to have a thing in this world. But yeah, I was I was glad he turned out not to just be like a plain old host hater. Yeah, isn't uh, yeah. I feel like this show could have, like, this season finale could have ended any which way, even if it was the most vanilla, cookie-cutter season finale you could imagine. And I'd still really like it. Like, it was just... Yeah, because everything leading up to it was strong, and you knew it was going to be yeah. at least a little bit satisfying. That's why I was saying the finale, I just kind of like, eh, but the season as a whole is great. Yeah. Because it was just another chapter in a book as opposed to, like, some grand finale. Yeah, it didn't leave me going away being like, oh, man, I really don't want to see the next season. Like... I can't wait. I am worried that they're going to fuck it up going forward. Really? There's going to be like... I'm afraid they're going to take it like a step too far. They're going to feel like they have to one-up themselves. And in doing so, it's all going to fall apart. I can see that. They're walking a pretty thin line. I mean, Jonathan Nolan never really did long form as far as I know. He's he's always done very contained stories. Yeah. He's never done like ongoing. It's a good good point. Isn't eight, uh, J.J. Abrams on board, too? Yeah. In some capacity? Yeah, it could end up with Lost Syndrome. It would be a problem. Or he could just walk away from it like he did with Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish this story. I'm not going to finish this story. Mm, I'm going to leave. Bye. Bye. What did he leave to do? Star Wars. Is he doing Star Wars? J.J. Abrams? Yeah. He left Star Trek to do Star Wars. He did Force Awakens. He left... 
he when they gave they offered him Force Wiggins, he was like, all right, bye. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine being the people at Paramount and you're like, uh, yeah, fuck, like, like well, shit, now we're fucked. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> They can't catch a break, man. They're such a I'm shit pretty studio. Sure, and I'm pretty sure, like, the only th- the thing in his contract he specifically asked for is, like, if Star Wars is offered to me, I'm allowed to leave. Can you imagine that foresight? I know. It's pretty great. Like, I I don't know how true that is. Brian would have to be here to corroborate that. But yeah, he would, he would know that off the top I'm, of his head. I'm, like, 80% sure he, he had in his contract an out clause that said, only if Star Wars is offered to me will I walk away from the Star Trek franchise. And Paramount was probably like, what are the odds of that? <laughs> <laughs> now they're stuck with Simon Pegg. Although, apparently Beyond wasn't that bad. I, I'm not a big enough Star Trek fan to sit, sit through them. Um, I saw it through, I watched the first one, and it was okay. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it. You know, I still haven't um, seen the second one. I didn't I didn't watch the second one on principle. Um, and I think me and Jared at one point discussed that openly about them like not pretending it wasn't con but it was con all along and like just wasting an opportunity to make it a good movie um because so, they wanted this reveal that was never gonna yeah it's so dumb never so the, yeah I, I have heard this the third one's very good directed didn't the guy who did Fast Enough Race do these oh you know I think you're right I think it was Justin Lin what a guy what a hero <laughs> man's a legend filmmaking what legend a, what a fucking legend <laughs> They're gonna. They're making a fourth one. They're gonna make a fourth one. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've read that. Didn't isn't Hemsworth coming back? Yeah, that's right. They're gonna do time travel. I forgot about that. Forgot about that part God, of it. God bless them. They're they're all they're going for it. Star, Trek, Star Trek loves their time travel. Love a good yeah, time travel story. They really, really do. Just getting people from the future and from the past and mixing them all together. Apparently, these are now two distinct different timelines. If, if I'm remembering how this was described right, like. There's the original Kirk timeline with, like, James, uh, I mean, with, uh... <laughs> with James T. Kirk? <laughs> with James T. Kirk. Uh, you know, like James Leonard, Tiberius Kirk. Uh, Leonard Nimoy, Spock, like, the original 60s version yeah. to Picard, all that. Like, there's that timeline, and then there's this timeline, which is all now different. Yeah. And, like, the, it's, like, recognizing canon Which, that 60s else. timeline is basically confirmed they're all dead now. Yeah. Because Except when Spock, Spock shows up in that first Star Trek movie... He tells the first reboot him. movie. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty on his own. Yeah, he's like, oh, they all died. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's cool. it's much cool. You'll you'll. I'm sure you'll do much better. You'll definitely you'll you'll, you'll definitely not be eaten by a giant monster. It's cool. <laughs> on this day at this time. Yeah. While saying to yourself, that guy told me I'd get eaten by a giant monster. <laughs> Boy, this seems really familiar. <laughs> on this day at this time. I feel like I could have sworn he said something about this. <laughs> I, oh, I think wow. they would remember it specifically and just be like, ah, we'll be fine. And then they're being digested. take my chances. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Should have listened. Like, oh, if only I should have. Fuck. The hubris. <laughs> then it would be a Greek tragedy. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing if, all, if, if they had alluded to this film franchise ending in, like, a terrible way in the first reboot Star Trek... And these movies are all just setting up that ending. I would have just amazing. a one giant circle of just terrible decisions. But they aren't that good. No, movies. they're not. <laughs> that would have been actually awesome. I would like have loved one, that. Like one giant tragedy. Like you no spent matter what they three did, three movies setting them up to die terribly in a horrible fashion. 
We're not it's all just a big tale of Captain Kirk's hubris. You spend arrogant. you spend the next three movies setting him up to be like, wow, nothing can touch me. There's no way this prophecy can possibly come true. And, and then I'm in the fourth dead. movie, it comes true. Everyone dies. Do you hear that, Star Trek people? I just wrote you a better movie in eight seconds. That's, that was longer than eight seconds. <laughs> well, my clock right now, we're at an hour ten. By the time I nah. cut it down, it'll be less than an hour, but still. Solid eight seconds. Ugh. Boom! Star Trek in your face. Yeah, what's up? Did anything comic book related happen this week? Uh, Hawkeye came out. Oh, the new Hawkeye. New with, Hawkeye. Uh, with Hawk Girl. With Hawk Girl. Hawk Lady. Hawk Lady. I haven't read it yet. How was it? I haven't read it. You haven't read it? Gonna. Oh. The new, Gonna read the it. The new Nova came out too, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I think Richard Ryder is coming back or something like that. Dick Ryder is back. For the second time. Again. <laughs> Again. That poor SOB. Can never get away from this. Uh, Ryan's really amped for that. Yeah, I know. He's super into it. I'm not. It's hard to not hate Richard Ryder, but... If Sam Alexander's in it, then I'm out. And he is. I guess. They have, I mean, I don't read enough of him to know anything about him, but he seems like he's, okay enough he's character. He's like super generic. I'm yeah. Fine. He doesn't have, like, the charisma of, like, nope. Kamala or Miles nope. in that mold, but, I mean, whatever. And part of that you can blame the writers for. A writer. Yeah. But, uh... I'm okay, yeah. He really needs to go by the wayside as a character, and they're never gonna do it. I mean, he's a kid. They're not gonna kill a kid. No, they shouldn't... You don't have to kill him, but, I mean, like, something should happen where he's not a Nova anymore. They should kill him. <laughs> Wow, that's just, how Richard Ryder comes back. Just murder him. Just, and he should, while while he's dying, he should be like, why, why, why? He, Richard Ryder should inhabit his body like a vessel. And then he can grow up to be an adult? Immediately? Yes, when immediately. Like, transformation, like, werewolf in London style. Um, do you think Richard Ryder will play the role of, like, uh, what's his nuts? Worldmind? Oh, like a sentient kind of thing? Yeah. Like, is that is that how they first start introducing him? Boy, that would be an actually really cool twist. I wouldn't mind that at all. Mm. But see, by your logic, you'd have to keep Sam, though. Yeah, I know, but then at least Sam would evolve as a character to become more Richard-like. And we would have uh, the actual Richard there. Boy, I would really like that. That'd be really cool. I would even if they even if they don't do that, if they make him not come back and is just as as sentient as like Worldmind was, but it's Richard Ryder's consciousness. Yeah. Man, that's really that's a good idea, Bobby. That's a good idea. Write me Marvel. I'm here Write all day. <laughs> Damn. We got some good comic book ideas. Why does no one take us up on these? We got good comic book and movie ideas. Yeah. We have made every single uh, movie franchise. A part of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah, I'm like these movies are printing money. We are brilliant. Get on board. Did you watch that trailer? Yeah, I finally watched, watched it this week. I ignored it last week. I know Dom, we talked about it, but Dom's a bad guy, yo. I just like I I can't. These cars are doing things that cars can't do. They're they're basically superheroes at this point. They are. Like, these movies are basically the Avengers. And that that whole that trailer. They resolved an entire storyline in that trailer. They send the rock to jail, and then they break the rock out of jail before the trailer's even halfway done. This will be the second prison break? 
in the Fast and Furious world? I don't even know. At least, I think. We're going to do a Fast and the Furious episode. We're going to rank them from yeah. best to worst. All of them. We got to get Jared on for that one. That's got to be his episode where he shows up. He's. We got to get him though. That's the. That's the we'll get him. Catch. We'll get him. All right. You say so. We'll figure out a way. We're gonna do. Life, we're gonna do it in the early part of next year. Life finds a way. I'm gonna send him a message. And I'm gonna tell him this is this is a mandate. A fast and fear. We got. I mean, it's family, man. It's family, bro. It's family, family no bro. more. Family. Family no, no more. more. Fate of the Fury. The fate of the furious. How does this franchise come up every time? The best thing is I didn't even realize it. I did until literally maybe two days ago. Is that instead of F A T E, it's F eight. I I did not catch oh that. Oh my god! Is it really? Never caught it because every time I saw it, it was just fate F A T E. But the title is actually F eight of the furious. Oh my god. The fate of the furious. They're really into like working the number into the title. Killing it. Because too fast, too furious. Killing it. Uh and what Fast Seven. Fast Seven, Furious Five. Furious Five. Or is it Furious Six? I can't remember. Oh, it might be Furious Six. But, uh, where is the Furious? Who's angry in these movies? I I don't know. Everybody. I guess. Everybody's a little... So good. I love it. I, I love it. Oh, all right. That's enough for me. I'm, I'm ready to call it a day now that we've talked about the eight. The fate of the furious. Theater near you. So what do they do for nine? Not... Uh, we're not... Nine. Nine, five. I don't think nine has like a... Nine, nine, five, nine, nine lives. The Furious Nine. I don't know. No, we're not as good as the writers. No, of the best <laughs> Furious films. <sighs> Damn it! I like the tank. The, t- the tank made me fucking great. I just, I couldn't. I really lost my shit. Like when they used those hooks on Dom's car. Yeah. And for some reason, his car engine is strong enough to yank the door off of one car. These are also, like, but the president has been set in this universe, cars can easily tow a 10-ton safe without problem in this, like, through the Is streets of really? Rio. Is that really? That's set? That's a thing? Yeah, it's like, I think it's the fifth or the fourth one. They do a robbery in Rio, and, like, two cars are pulling, like, a 10-ton safe at, like, 80 miles an hour through the streets of Rio, like, with no problem. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, there's no... There's no boundaries in this world. There's no gravity. There's no physics. Like this, these movies have rewritten everything. <laughs> They're amazing. Oh man, I gotta like, I gotta get all of them and watch them. Yeah, I've only ever seen the first one. That was it. Boy, I saw the first one in theaters. I was in middle school. I'll never forget it. And that opening heist actually blew my fucking mind back then. It was amazing. Stealing like DVD players, I think, right? Yeah, <laughs> DVD players and like. Uh, like cathode ray tube TVs, <laughs> and now they're world. they're saving the world. <laughs> now they're literally a spy organization. That's amazing. I can't believe Ludacris is still in these movies. What is he doing? They're but they're like they're all still like and the, they like they build these movies on callbacks to like other movies that they just show up. Like people from two are showing up. That's amazing. It's incredible. That's amazing. So good. <sighs> 
talk about Ty- I mean Tyrese has carved himself out a role in the Transformers franchises and the Fast and the Furious dude franchises. Dude is making bank. Yeah. Can you imagine if he has like even a 1% gross Yeah, he's uh, killing it. Whatever payment in his contract. Amazing. Even I, 1% I, would make him a shit ton of money. Millions. Millions and millions from just 1%. Smart man. Damn. He's going to get he's going to get on that Marvel train too. Is I he? guarantee. I guarantee he's going to somehow get his way into a Marvel franchise. Who can Tyrese be in the Marvel film universe and then we're going to go? Cuz my battery's going to die. Who could Tyrese be in the Marvel universe? The obvious choice is Blade. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Who can Tyrese be? An older Miles. I really I, you know this is where I would say Luke Cage. Yeah, he been a good Luke Cage. Uh, Wouldn't have minded that at all. It's a little late. I mean, Mike Coulter was so, so good. Yeah. No, Mike, Mike Coulter's fine. I, I, I was just saying, like, just trying to think of who he could be. That dude's 40 years old. Doesn't look a day over 20. Black don't crack, man. Yeah, it doesn't. good. Shit. And he's jacked as fuck. Let's see. Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese. Could be. Hurry up. Battery's down to 3%. Oh, man. That's tough. I don't know. Could he be Bishop. a villain? Could he be a villain? Is there a villain he could be? I feel like he's too charming. He's too likable. Much too charming to be a bad guy. Dude's, that dude is sexy. I'll say it. Who are some major I, people that didn't show up yet? Miss Marvel. Is that... <laughs> uh, Black Bolt. We could do, I mean, we could, do a, we could do a race swap. Oh, yeah. Who, could we, who else could we do? I, but also, I I guarantee you, I thought about this the other day, Carol Danvers, in her movie, is introduced as Captain Marvel because her call sign is Marvel. You want, you want to put that in the book? You put it in the book. Well, Guaranteed. I'm going to put it in the book. We should start a book of predictions. And just revisit Like a calendar? It. Like, I, I should start a calendar where we get to we revisit our shitty predictions. Yeah. Someone's going to have to, someone's going to, have to bite the bullet and, and go back through all those. I'm not Find doing it. We'll make Joe do it. All right. My battery's at 2%. We got to get out of here. Okay. All right. Follow us on Facebook. We're Awfully Salty on Twitter. We're Salty Pod. And uh, you can subscribe to this shit show, this weekly shit show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tyrese, people, uh, if you got a suggestion, hit us up because... Black Bolt. <laughs> That's racist. Bye. Aww.